You are so much more than what you are right now. You haven't even had the best times of your life yet, babe. You haven't. This is yet to come because you serve a God who has good things prepared for you. But you have to give yourself permission. You have to let yourself be loved. Love is what's going to propel you forward. His love is what's going to propel you forward into where he's taking you. His love is going to do that. God is good. He's amazing. He's kind. And he has good plans for you. And you have to stop living so small because greatness is ahead of you. Hey, love. Welcome to Her Promise Circle podcast, a safe space to come as you are to receive the word you need to help you continue on your journey to healing, growth, and walking confidently into God's purpose for your life. It's full of all the things that you'll need to live boldly as the woman God created you to be. I'm your host and founder of Her Promise Circle, Mikkel. Get connected, let us support you where you are right now and where you're going. Hey ladies, welcome back to the Her Promise Circle podcast. I'm your host and founder and CEO of Her Promise Circle, Mikkel. Hey, what are we going to get into today? So today is going to be another one of those off the dome because your girl has had a week and I feel like something's going to come out of this because, you know, all I do is come here and share with you my own personal life experiences, my own personal relationship with God. And one thing I'm never going to do is come here and be inauthentic or hide anything from you or not be vulnerable for fear of, you know, just oversharing or feeling like I may be judged or my own fear of (laughs) just facing what I've been dealing with. But it's so funny because the topic that I wrote down last week that I wanted to talk about this week was living small, living beneath what God has called us to do. Having a mindset that is unable to see where God is taking us because of fear or doubt or the box that we have placed ourselves in. And oftentimes that comes from feeling as though you can't do something. Feeling as though you've never done anything great and therefore that's your story. That you're meant to just wake up, have a mundane life and call it a day. You've never allowed yourself or given yourself permission to dream big. And for us as women, a huge part of it is our self-worth, how we view ourselves. You know that your girl's on a journey of beginning to open up to start dating and connecting again. And nothing will cause you to face yourself like dating or connecting. Because if you have not yet allowed yourself to be deserving of love, If you have not allowed yourself to love on yourself, genuinely, I'm not talking about, oh, self-care, I take care of myself. I'm talking about the narrative that you tell yourself every day is chock full of giving yourself grace, is chock full of affirming yourself, is chock full of seeking God's face as to who you are is full of speaking the words God speaks over us in the word and in our everyday lives. How do you genuinely know if you love yourself? And I, for one, on this journey have noticed that my mental health, it's as if 
I feel lighter and brighter. It's as if God has lifted this this burden that I've been carrying since my 20s or since my teens. I don't even know when it started. It was just normal to me to have this negative narrative in my mind that was on replay, that was on repeat. And I feel like that is where my perfectionism developed. Side note, y'all know I just came from the gym, which is why your girl is literally in gym attire. <laughs> but I was feeling so productive after my workout this morning. I listened to some podcasts and I was like, I need to share this because I'm currently living it out in real time. So as I was saying, it felt as though God lifted this huge burden off my back. This huge weight was lifted from my mind. It was no longer cloudy. It was no longer unclear. It was no longer heavy. It was like, oh, I really can rest. And let me tell y'all something. When I first came to God, he would always give me words on resting. And I was just like, okay, like, I get it. What do you need me to do? Like, schedule more time to do nothing? Like, I don't really understand what rest means. And it's like, you've called me to do all these things. You have me working in the medical field, 12-hour night shifts. You have me building this business that is also a kingdom business that requires me to stay close to you and seeking your face, that requires me to pour myself into the women that come and it requires me to constantly be developing myself as a leader to constantly be educating myself and growing so that I can pour and overflow into the women around me like you have me doing a lot of things and then also finding time to take care of myself to love on my family and my friends like and then you want me to start dating like girl what is life okay like you have me doing a lot of things and this rest word came back around because I realized, especially if you struggle with perfectionism, you put yourself in this box and you determine your worth based on performance. That is why when you sin and you're genuinely seeking God's face, you ask him to forgive you hundreds of times for the same thing. You don't believe that he forgives you because you think that your relationship with God is based on performance. And this trickles down into our regular relationships. And in our regular relationships, we're now putting ourselves in this box where, well, I do this and I do that. And it's very prideful if you think about it. So they should do this and they should do that. And, and we never are able to meet people exactly where they are. We never fully assess people where they are. We want people to come up to our level so quickly because we want them. That's our desire. We've already attached to them. We didn't ask God if they were the one for us. We just attached to them. And then we're expecting them to be what we are. And that never happens, P.S. The Bible says bad company corrupts good character for a reason, because you're not going to go in there again. And as I've always said, missionary date and, and lift somebody up out of a place. It, it's a journey. For a lot of us, we didn't even get to where we are until we went through the hardest times of our lives. People, sometimes it just takes time and life for people to learn. But, you know, us being the saviors that we are, we want to pull people into the place where they need to be in order to be who they need to be in our lives. This is a side lesson for your girls. Okay. Um, we want 
people to meet us where we are in our journey and they have not gone through the lessons they need to learn in order to be where you'd like them to be. And out of pride, we think we can save them and pull them to where they need to go. And so then you have a relationship that's full of nagging and full of um, doubt and full of, oh, wh- where's he at? What's he doing? And you have a relationship that's, that's just tumultuous because you're not equally yoked. Not just when it comes to your relationship with Christ, but where you are personally in your personal development. And once you give yourself permission to, well, let me say this. Once you become self-aware enough to know where you are in your journey, because it does take time for your mind to catch up to where you are in healing. Trust me. Once you understand where you are, constantly assess where you are because it's going to matter who you connect to. It's going to give you the template as to who should be in your life. And so as I was saying, giving myself permission to be loved, to feel loved, to understand that I was chosen by God, to understand that there is a favor on my life, to understand that grace is genuinely available to me at every moment of every day, whether people around me give it to me or not, grace is available to me. Grace, that is undeserved favor, is available to me at all times by by our God. He is constantly giving me grace and opportunities to experience it. And once we realize that things don't just happen to us, there are actually things where if you allow yourself to process, if you allow yourself to feel uncomfortable feelings, it is a way to deepen your relationship with God. And if you're a repressor like your girl, if you are someone who can't sit by themselves and it may cover itself up in, oh, I'm just, you know, you know, I'm taking my time to do this and that. And, you know, I found myself yesterday because I told you I was going to be vulnerable. I, I messed up. It's... And your girl is a stickler. Anyone who is in HPC knows that your girl's going to show up. She's going to be the earliest one there. She's got everything written down. She's got a plan for a plan for a plan for a plan. And when I fall short of my plan of where I see or the image I've already made in my mind, when I fall short of that for myself, I barrage myself normally on default with you know better. You have to do better. I am not kind to myself. And yesterday when it happened, I was able to understand that I was doing that, but it was still, it's still one of those things where like, it's a habit. Like it's something that I default to. So I'm now battling this thing versus it going on autopilot. I'm now battling this thing, right? In a way that I'm aware that I am not being kind to myself. I'm aware that I'm not giving myself grace. I'm aware that God wants me to come and talk to him about this thing. But instead, your girl got on TikTok. And, you know, that whole Risa Tisa thing going on. TikTok is like popping lately. I don't know if you girls have been on it. Okay, there's a lot going on in the TikTok world right now. So it's plenty to get distracted with. Your girl doom scrolled for two whole hours battling in her mind. Like, you need to open your word. You need to open your word. You need to spend some time with God. Talk to God about this. You need to do it. You need to do it. And I'm like... I'll get to it. Scroll, scroll, scroll. 
And in avoiding feeling, I didn't, I had no idea I was keeping myself out of an opportunity that God wanted to airdrop a beautiful revelation to me. Now that I've told you the story, the reason I want to talk about living small is because fear, doubt, whatever your past has been, whatever things you've been through, whatever people have said to you, whatever experiences you've gone through, whatever you see around you, it puts you in a box and it keeps you small. It keeps you there. And if you come into agreement with the things that limit you, that is where you'll stay. If you come into agreement with the things that keep you from blossoming into this big thing that God has placed in you since the beginning of time, you will stay comfortable. You will stay in a place where where you're not achieving everything God left on the table for you to eat. And I, for one, am making the decision to not leave anything on the table that God has prepared for me in this life. I want to leave this life full. I want to leave this life whole. I want to leave this life knowing that I sought God with everything in me and did exactly what he called me to do since the beginning of time. I want to know that what God placed in me and the plan he had for me, I did to the best of my ability. I want to know that I am a woman who loves the Lord, wants to please him, and is able to make a big impact on this world because she allowed God to work through her. That is what I genuinely desire at the end of the day. And if you desire the same thing, we've been talking about it for weeks now, you are going to have to face you. Eventually, avoidance, procrastination, ignoring problems, not giving yourself space to grow, being too hard on yourself, and also getting comfortable in mediocrity because there is a balance. I mean, we have to have some semblance of motivation. We have to find ways to stay inspired. We have to find ways to be the better version of ourselves every day. Being in the same place that you've been in for five years is not God's plan for you. God is constantly moving. God is constantly moving. And today I just wanted to remind you that there is more for your life. There is a favor on your life. You are chosen by God. You are his child. And therefore, before he formed you in the womb, he knew you. He created you for good works. Remember, I, I read y'all this verse, okay? That he, God has ordered our steps since the beginning of time. He created us for good works. And God doesn't make small things. God doesn't have small, tiny plans. He has big things planned. And by not allowing ourselves to step into big things, we are limiting what God has envisioned for us. Some of us, I feel like we have not taken the time to even understand what our purpose is because we're afraid. Because our minds have put us in this box. It's like crabs in a bucket where we, we just can't claw ourselves out. We are so small in our minds that you see people doing big things. You're like, that's good for them. But you never put yourself in those shoes. If God has prepared something for you to do, 
Have you gotten to the point where you're curious enough to see what it is? Sure, you want to be a mother, you want to be a teacher, or you want to pursue a professional career. Of course, all that is wonderful and God can use anything. But what at the end of the day do you feel like God has purposed you to do? And what I have found is that purpose, what points us the closest to purpose is the worst things you've ever been through. Most of the time you've gone through things for other people. I have found that in my walk. I have gone through things for other people to help lead them out like Moses. That's literally what our Bible studies are every Thursday, is me leading women out of what I've been through horribly, like a mess. Things I made a mess of because I didn't even have a relationship with God when I was going through the lowest points in my life. He was constantly calling me. I heard him. But I was constantly turning my face away. I was constantly seeking a different way of deliverance, as the Israelites did constantly. They were constantly making idols despite God bringing them out. And that's what I did. Kept building idols and worshiping them, right? I never, ever want to have your ear and not have the opportunity to tell you that God is not a God that makes teeny tiny plans. I want you to know that if God has called you, if you are God's child, he has placed something beautiful and big on your life. Something that will make an impact on other people. It will. And people say that thing like, well, not everybody's. I don't believe that. I'm sorry. I'm not subscribing to that. So if you're thinking that right now, I'm sorry. I don't believe that. Because if God created us in his likeness, as it says in Genesis, how can our sphere of impacting people just be in our own household? It can't be. It must reach other people. It must. Because the gifts that God put in us, like I said, were created in his likeness. If they are big, then big things are, are, are created to operate in even bigger things. The Bible says that we are in the ministry of reconciliation because he is. And showing up as who God created you to be is, is an amazing ministry. Showing up in the freedom of God healed me. God restored me. God led me here. God gives me grace every day. That's how I'm able to do it. That's how I feel. I'm talking to y'all like me right now. Like showing up every day as someone who's received grace to the nth degree, showing up every day as an image of a person who has received and surrendered to God, that is, that is the most beautiful ministry. And, and we only desire God to a little degree, to the point where we're not uncomfortable, right? We'll go to church. We'll, we'll go to Bible study. We'll read our word here and there. No, we'll journal. Whatever. We're going to do the cute Christian stuff. But like I said, me missing, if I would have... If I would have kept scrolling, as I have done before, let me be, let me be straight up with y'all. This is not like, oh, today I had a cathartic. No, normally I would have kept scrolling, went to sleep, and called it a day. And I realized, like, you are still, despite the, the, the progress I have made, child, let me let y'all know that now. 
I still have times where I default back into my avoidance mode of my emotions. And God is in that. God uses everything that happens to you every single day. Every single thing can lead you and show you a different side of him. Struggling with your bills? Go talk to God. Kids acting up? Go and talk to God. You have anxiety today? Go and talk to God. Your health feel like it's suffering? Go and talk to God. Because I guarantee you it's something he's trying to get your attention for. Having trouble in your relationship? Go and talk to God about him. Go and talk to God about any uncomfortable feeling. And I promise, babe, if you genuinely go to him and talk. Girl, he responded to me in 35 seconds. <laughs> like, I just heard the revelation so loud and clear. I think that because I trust God to be God, because I have now come to this place where I desire him. I don't want to put anything above him. I don't want any relationships or friendships or anything connected to me that keeps me away from him. I don't want that. I want to be with God more than anything else in my life. I understand every day is not going to be easy. I understand it's going to be hard facing myself and facing him and facing what, I, what he's called me to do. I know it's not going to be easy every day. I know it's not. I still want it. Because there's nothing like the peace. There's nothing like the joy. There's nothing like his presence. There's nothing like knowing you have a provider. There's nothing like knowing there's grace that is sufficient for you. There's nothing like knowing your, your soul is saved. There's nothing like it. Nothing. And trust me, I tried nearly everything. There is no love like the love that God has shown me. There is no love like that. And yet we sacrifice our relationship with God for relationships with people who could never give us the love that God has. We spend more time with people hoping to, to feel the love that God has for us instead of prioritizing our time in the day to be in his presence and feel that love. For so long, I did not give myself permission to be loved. And I see why when I was first praying for a husband, I got a word from, from a prophetess who told me, the husband is coming, but God wants to show you his love first. And I heard her loud and clear. I understood that. But today, in this season, I had no idea how much more I had to allow him to reveal to me. And this is what I'm saying when I tell you God is so big. You will learn new things about him every single day in everything. Because he's so big. And that is why the gift in you is not small. That is how I know. Because of the vastness of God, I know God didn't put in us these little tiny things that don't matter or shouldn't be tended to. Tiniest acorn grows into a mighty tree, but you must feed it. You must grow the seeds in you, the grow the things that he's placed in you. God is good. He is so good. 
And once you understand that love that he has for you, you know what he has planned for you. Just know. But I never gave myself the permission to be loved in such a great way. I kept myself in a box of if you don't do this, if you don't do that, if you don't do this, and you didn't do that. So therefore, you can't be this. You can't be like I lived in negative narratives for the majority of my life. Only in my 30s have I even started giving myself permission for good and wonderful things. Now, mind you, I've always been motivated. Enough to finish college, enough to get a good job, you know, enough to hold leadership positions in my professional life. I still act, but I have less time to do that. But your girl was pursuing acting. She moved to Atlanta. Like, you know, I've always had big hopes and dreams in me. And I've always wanted to pursue them. But I can't explain to you how much bigger my scope of what my life can be, of where I can go, is now that I've given myself permission to be loved. And it sounds like two things that wouldn't go together. What does, how does, what does love have to do with me finding my purpose? What does love have to do with me opening up my mind to seeing bigger things for my life? It's everything. It's everything. God has been so good to me in teaching me. He's so patient with me. There is no love like his. And again, that's how I know, sis, that the thing in you is not no small endeavor. You know what it is. It starts with the small thing. And as you take a step, he reveals more. As you take a step, he reveals more. You like the Israelites, you're starting to scope out the promised land before you enter it. It's because as you take a step, he reveals more. This is why we need leadership. This is why we need mentorship. I would not, my God, my mentor has accelerated this growth in me. What you hear is acceleration of growth. Girl, all this is in a period of like two years. I was a whole different person even three years ago. Having someone you can submit to Having a woman at that, woman leadership in your life is so important. Another side note, but it, clearly it's important because it's coming to me. Having women you can look up to who lovingly are nurturing you, who are just as patient and kind as God is to you, who are able to teach you, who are able to see you sabotaging yourself, child, going through it and still lovingly correct you. And this is why a lot of us don't outgrow the place we're in because we don't want to hear our mess. And you think those friends aren't your friends because they're letting you know they're holding you accountable. You think those people aren't even aren't even your friends. You can't even hear correction. But once you love on yourself and you realize God is love and you feel and allow God to, to convict you, feeling correction from someone who genuinely loves you and wants to see you do better is a huge act of love. They see so much in you, but we get offensive. We get offended. We get defensive. Can you hear that? I was so defensive. Girl, I'm still working on this, but I, I, I don't want to hear it. My mom didn't even used to give me advice. That's how defensive I've, I've been in my life. Nobody's going to give me no type of advice because if something was wrong with me, I would know first. So you don't need to tell me. You don't need to tell me a thing. I already know. I know where I'm going. I know what I'm doing. I'm good, girl. But I'm grateful for that season because I realized <laughs> I ain't know a thing. Not one thing. 
<laughs> like, it was all trial and error, girl. All of it. But love softens your heart. Love gives you the ability to connect. Love gives you the ability to be creative. Love gives you the ability to see things for yourself. Love gives you the ability to receive blessings. It is love. And guess who love is? God. God is love. He's not showing you love. He is love. He can't be anything different but love. He is love. God is love. And therefore, when you allow yourself and give yourself permission to be loved, you can't help but see the big things that he has for you. The vision, the plan. You can't help but to give yourself grace. You can't help but to not want to be a perfectionist anymore. Because if you're going to do big things, baby, you're going you're gonna to make mistakes. Okay, let's be real. You're going to make mistakes in your daily life. But if you are going to be a leader or a, a business owner or an author or a mother, whatever, whatever your dream is, if you're going to be anything, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to make mistakes. Your girl's cringing. <laughs> you're going to make mistakes. You're not going to do anything 100%. And when you attach your performance to your value as a woman, you miss God. Why? Because your relationship with God is not based on what you do. Do you know how many times in the Bible David messed up and God still defended him? Still was on his side, still defeated his enemies? Do you know how many times? He did that for other people too. People messed up. And God was still like, don't touch my anointed. Listen, I'm going to handle him. You're going to have to go ahead and get defeated because this is my child. And that healed me of my defensiveness, honestly, that lesson. You know, there's a verse in the Bible that says, you know, we're not to get. Okay, this is me paraphrasing, but we're not to seek revenge because God is our protector. Like he comes to our defense. So you're not supposed to snap back at people. You're not supposed to seek revenge. You're supposed to forgive 70 times 7 and wait. You're not going to wish bad on them either. You're going to pray for God's mercy because God loves you enough to get vengeance for you. Okay? Don't mess with it, my kids. That's how you feel. And things will still work out for you despite your mistakes. Honest mistakes. We are human beings. We need rest. We need to fill our emotions. We need to heal. We need to grow. We need to eat. We're not machines or robots, although I would love to be. Okay, not going to lie. But we're not. We're just not. We're humans, and God does that on purpose so we understand how much we need him, so we understand the value of our relationship with him, so we are constantly seeking his face. God will not let me go too, too long in my own strength. Girl, he will always be like, Every day I'll feel it like there's something you need to address. And I'll be like, okay. And now you're going to start noticing it if you already don't. If you don't already, you're going to start noticing it. That little tug, go read your word. Or you should call so-and-so. Or it's just, it, it's easy to miss because it feels like a passing thought. And honestly, you don't know it's God until you do it. Hear me when I say, I'm going to say that again. You don't even know it's God talking until you do it, just like I didn't. I didn't know that. It was just like, oh, read your word. Why would the enemy tell me to read my word? Okay, go read your word. What's it going to hurt? 
Girl, I didn't even read that thing. I just started talking to God. I broke down and he gave me some amazing revelations. I talked to a few of my friends. I called my mama. My mom is my support system. That's my rock. I told y'all we're healing our relationship, but I love her. I could not do this without her, honestly. I can call my mom crying and she's like, listen, <laughs> don't forget who you are, girl. Don't forget who you are and who God called you to be. My mom will bring up in my childhood how God was using me as a kid. Like, girl, she'll bring up anything that's like super encouraging to me. She has always told me I can do anything. So like, I honestly don't even think I would have the mindset I have had even before my, I resurrendered my life to God and also now currently without her because that's how I was raised. I was raised being told I could do anything. You want to be an astronaut? Word, I'll see y'all there, right? Like, <laughs> that's what I used to tell them. I used to tell them I was going to be the president of the United States and an astronaut. And it was like, word, baby, go ahead, go do it. <laughs> they was always like, you could do anything. But yeah, I called my mom, girl. I just felt that perfectionism coming back and the weight of it. And I just started feeling the weight of it. I'm like, God, what do you want me to do? And he's like, I want you to rest. I got this. You know, I got this. What, what else do you need to do but seek me? What else do you need to do but seek me? But let me love on you. But let me show you who you are. What else do you need to do? Nobody's mad at you. But you, you're mad at you and therefore you project it on other people thinking everybody's mad at you or disappointed in you or upset with you when you make mistakes. And if the people around you serve the same God you serve, they have a heart that is giving you grace just the same, just as all my friends did that I talked to last night. They all defaulted to giving me grace. And it was just beautiful. I, I thank God for these relationships in my life. I thank God for him delivering words through them, but also to me and also confirming it. And just, I thank him. He never leaves us ill-prepared. And so, girl, I'm trying to tell you, once we start aligning with where God is taking us, once you seek his face, you don't have to seek your purpose. You have to seek God. Because as you seek God, he will increase your confidence and you will do the thing eventually. It's going to come out of you somehow, some way. However, we do have free will and you can say no. You can say no. But I want you to. I cannot let y'all hear me talk. And me not tell you to not go for everything God has prepared for you in this life. You are so much more than what you are right now. You haven't even had the best times of your life yet, babe. You haven't. This is yet to come because you serve a God who has good things prepared for you. But you have to give yourself permission. You have to let yourself be loved. Love is what's going to propel you forward. His love is what's going to propel you forward into where he's taking you. His love is going to do that. God is good. He's amazing. He's kind. And he has good plans for you. And you have to stop living so small because greatness is ahead of you. Each and every one of you. I don't care if you've ever told yourself that, oh, this is just life. Now I'm going to, you know, do the thing day to day, you know, live my life and whatever. Your life is a living testimony. And the power is in the pain you've tried to repress. His power is in the pain you've tried to repress. Your testimony is going to lead other people to God. You showing up every day authentically in your relationship with God is going to lead people to him, closer to him. And I pray my life does that. I really do. And so today I just wanted to remind you 
that you were created for big things, but you must also give yourself permission to live a bigger life. And to do that, you must experience God's love. Don't put other things ahead of him. Don't seek love in other things. Seek his face and get his love. Get all of it. Get every drop of it every single day. Because it'll allow you to be enabled to pursue these big things in life. You'll be encouraged. You'll be able to move on. Don't cling to what happened in the past or even yesterday. It's a new day and new mercies come every day with God. We serve a good, good God, y'all. When he convicts you, listen, it's out of love. It's so it doesn't spiral and get worse later. God is good. And you have big things because God has prepared good, prepared you to do good works on this earth. And you will. And you will. Okay, this was good. This was good, I think. Remember what I said about women in leadership. I would be like, oh my gosh, there needs, I wish there was just more, more of it. More people who had the desire to have women in leadership stewarding them and also women who are becoming it. Because there's so much tension and, and jealousy, comparison, hatred, whatever, when it comes to relationships with women. And I believe that that is, gonna, is being healed at her promise circle. I believe that. I believe we are an arc of healing for women who have been scarred by other women or who haven't had the ability to connect in a while or haven't had the opportunity to have healthy women leadership, women who are pursuing the love of God and can help them and, and steward them in love with no, no alternative intentions, none, just, just fully fueled by the love they have for God and for God's people. And I'm proud to say that we are that here. We are, we started from the bottom, right, up, like, it was just your girl literally talking to a screen for a while. And now we have women who come every week and look forward to having a safe space to just be themselves as they pursue God in every, in every season. And that's why I continue to show up in every season. I'm not going to sit here and sit here and preach to y'all and tell y'all everything's great because it's not. And the best lessons I've learned are when things are, aren't great. And so I, I refuse to not share that with you. Or if he's not to. So continue to pray for your girl. I, I'm grateful for you guys listening. I thank you for those of you who reached out. I just love y'all. And um, someone sent me a message yesterday. It was so encouraging. And like just knowing that you're listening and just knowing that it's impacting you, like it's, it's encouraging because some days I just don't feel like pouring. Some days I just feel like I want to doom scroll. <laughs> but y'all keep me showing up. And I'm, I'm just grateful for those of you who show up for me because I need you too. Like I said, her promise circle is a community. I, I'm not trying to preach at nobody. I'm not trying to just give y'all info. I'm trying to have community with you. I want to connect with you. I want to know your experiences and your stories. I want to know what you're going through. I want to talk about what you're going through. I want her promise circle to be tailored for y'all. I don't want to just present to y'all another community. And I'm not knocking any other communities, but I'm not presenting to y'all a space where, oh, come in, here we are, and that's it. No. The reason, like I said, we have our structure the way it is because I only want women who are invested in each other, in God, and in what her promise circle is to attend. It's it's not just the, oh, like, I'll join this and forget it. No, like, it must be a place that is safe and truly safe. And it's only that if you come and become a safe space for other women. But as I was touching on women leadership, don't forget sister circle mentorship. You can still apply for quarter two. The girls are like, it's the most beautiful thing to see because 
some of the girls started off really slow in opening up and stuff. And now in the fourth and fifth week, we're seeing girls, I mean, open up, share their stories, be uplifted, just gain clarity on things they had questions on. And I'm not sure if they had that expectation when they signed up, but they are experiencing it from the mentors. They're letting me know how everything's going. And I'm grateful that we have this space. I'm grateful to be involved in a space like this where we can help encourage women and get them going on their journey. So if actually, if this episode resonated with you, especially we do offer mentorship for women, you can do one-on-ones with me or any of my mentors, but Sister Circle is the group option. So you'll get a whole journal, girl, a whole workbook for your entire quarter, everything. And plus the time you get to spend with your sisters. It's a beautiful thing. So Sister Circle Mentorship, you'll be at least to sign up until April. So that's exciting if you guys want to do quarter two. For any of you who want to start that journey in applying God's word, getting clarity on where you're going, all of that. And also gaining connection and and real life relationship with women who are on the same journey as you. Just because it's sitting here, I have still have the letters to a future husband, letters to my future husband journal. If you guys are interested, if you are on the same journey as me, opening your heart up to find love in this time and season, it's important to me to keep my faith up when it comes to my husband coming. And so to do that, I pray for him. I write letters. I just, I know it's there. It exists, you know, it's there. So I want to give this to him on our wedding day. And so that's exciting. That is on our HPC shop. I will leave the link in the bio below for you guys. Also, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Your girl has been consistent in posting her vlogs. And the last few vlogs have been mini podcasts. If you guys want more encouragement and just a glimpse into my life behind the scenes, follow me on YouTube or subscribe to me on YouTube, whatever the kids say. And follow me on Instagram, Mikkel.Renee, so we can chat, talk about this episode. Or you can just share your story with me. If you have any questions about her promise circle, whatever. If you are not a member, anyone can come to Bible study, guys. You guys can always tune in at 7 p.m. on Thursdays on our YouTube channel and on our Facebook page. So anyone can come to that, even if you're not a member. Keep that in mind because it'll be streaming live on YouTube and Facebook. So you can always stream every Thursday if you'd like. Again, thank you so much for listening and reaching out to me. I look forward to those messages every time I drop an episode. And let me pray for us. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for my sister. I thank you for the time that we have to discuss your word and the revelations that you've given me. I thank you for the healing that you've allowed me to go through so I can share my vulnerability with my sister. Lord, I thank you for where you're taking her in this season. For whatever reason, this word is heavy on me. And so, God, I pray that this spoke to someone. I pray that this implanted seeds into my sister who you have big plans for, who may be settling for less, who may be settling for less in some area of her life. Lord, give her the strength to remove that thing and to desire and and pursue the thing that you have for her. Lord, may she give herself permission to receive the thing that you have for her life, to receive the blessings and the favor on her life. Lord, give her the strength, the courage, the knowledge, the wisdom that she needs and guidance that she needs and resources that she needs to begin to step into what it is you called her to do. It is a big thing in Jesus' name. Amen. So thank you guys for listening. I will see you guys in our next episode. Become a member of Her Promise Circle. We'd love to have you. And yeah, I think that's it. Love you.